Where the Lonely Ones Roam by Glimmer Glanger Read by X-Man-Hater The crops came in, the fields bursting into life all around the village, full of hearty foods that would keep through the winter. Catra found that she enjoyed walking through the fields, trailing her fingers through the grain that grew so high out of the dark mud. Perhaps it grew so well because this area was so well fertilized with the dead. She came back one day to find the streets quiet. Entrapta swung down from above to reach her and said quietly, We've got visitors. Catra blinked. All right, she said. They frequently had visitors. Most of those visitors stayed and became residents. Entrapta leaned closer, speaking in what she apparently thought of as a whisper. Official visitors from Bright Moon. Katra felt a frown dancing across her mouth and didn't try to stop it. What? Why? Entrapta shrugged. I don't know, but they're waiting for you. Katra's frown deepened. Why? She asked again, not really expecting an answer, which was perfect because she only got another shrug in reply. She sighed, but no one could really expect more than that from Entrapta. It was just how she looked at the world. So Katra washed the dirt off her hands with one of the pumps in the center of the village and returned to her home, where she found Scorpia waiting on the lower level, watching over Adora and Glimmer. Katra stared forward, aware suddenly of her dirty, well-worn clothing and her messy hair pulled back into a hurried ponytail that morning and the dirt on her cheeks. Glimmer shone, sparkles in her hair and across her clothing. Adora sat beside her in a white shirt that almost looked like Shira's uniform, her hair worn loose around her shoulders. Hey, Adora, Katra said, freeing her tongue from where it felt frozen against the top of her mouth. She made herself nod over at Glimmer. Glimmer? Princess Glimmer, Glimmer said, and Katra narrowed her eyes, opening her mouth to, It's good to see you again. Adora said, smiling a little. She was standing under her own power, and outside of the outfit and her hair, she looked almost herself again. It's good to see you standing, Catra shot back. What are you doing here? Glimmer opened her mouth and Adora spoke over her. We came to talk. Can we talk, Catra? Catra stared. Her memories ran rampant with images of Adora's slumped body, her smile as a child, the warmth of her curled up in their bunk. Sure, Katra said, gesturing at the stairs. Let's talk. Only Adora went up the stairs with Katra. She waved off Glimmer, whose protests went unheeded, and the sparkly princess left to make conversation with Scorpia on the lower level. Katra flushed as she entered the upper level, aware suddenly of the mess within, the plain walls and the thin cot, so far from the grandeur she'd seen briefly in Bright Moon. How are you doing? Adora asked, instead of commenting on the rough wood walls, the window covered in sheets instead of glass. Great, Katra said, resisting the urge to pace, the pleasantries making everything worse. You? Adora sighed, walking over to the narrow cot and sitting, folding herself down with the wince. Better, she said after a moment, looking up with a thin smile. Katra frowned. I figured they'd have you all patched up by now. Adora shrugged. I don't think they know how, she said. But I'm getting better, bit by bit. Katra walked over to the window, looking down at the street below, the fields beyond. Why'd they send you here if you weren't well? She figured she knew. 
they probably thought Adora would get more out of her than anyone else. They were probably right as much as Catra hated it. Adora sighed. I asked to come, she said. Catra twisted to look over her shoulder. What? she asked. Why? Adora shrugged. She picked at the edges of her suit. Her hair tangled across her shoulders. I was told you were gathering forces at the Horde border, she said. Catra snorted. I thought I'd better go see for myself. Well, as you can see, I'm surrounded by dangerous soldiers, Catra said, leaning against the window frame. Adora snorted, standing. Catra listened to her limp across the room, curling her fingers up against the bone-deep urge to turn and help her. Yeah, Adora said. I can see that. She leaned against the window frame opposite Catra, gone pale from the effort. I didn't expect to find you leading a bunch of farmers. Catra curled her lip, glaring down at the street. I'm not leading anyone, she said. You're the leader. There was silence for a moment, and then Adora said, Not here. Not anywhere, really. Catra scoffed. I find that hard to believe. Adora shifted. Catra felt the shape of her shrug in the air. I'm not... The sword is broken beyond repair. I'm just me again, you know? And there's... I'm good at, well, fighting mostly. No one needs someone who's good at fighting right now. Catra turned, leaning her shoulders against the wall, watching Adora out of the corner of her eyes. She'd grown taller in their time apart. Her hair was longer. Her eyes were the same, stunningly sharp and blue. She said, We had raiders here a week ago. Adora straightened, looking her over with suddenly urgent eyes. You did? Are you all right? Was anyone hurt? Catra shrugged. We took care of them. Adora stared at her and then looked out the window. It looks like you're taking care of lots of things. I guess, Catra said. Look, you're welcome to stay for dinner or whatever. You can check around for hidden soldiers to reassure the Princess Alliance or whoever sent you here. Adora hummed. They were really afraid, she said, soft and considering. They were convinced you were out here building an army. Catra snorted. I think everyone here is just trying to stay fed. Yeah, Adora said, frowning and picking at her suit once more. Look, uh, they sort of say you're building in Brightmoon territory. That's the other reason why we're here. Catra sighed, curling her tail up around her legs to stop it from whacking against the wall. The Horde took this territory years ago, she said. I know, but it was Brightmoon territory before that. And then it was the Hordes, Catra said, and now it's ours. Brightmoon wasn't using it. Adora looked miserable, her brows drawn together like she was trying to think her way through a problem. Catra tipped her head back and half closed her eyes, watching Adora as the rest of the world narrowed away. Look, she said, they're welcome to try to come fight us for it, but I think we both know they won't. Adora stared at her, the frown on her face growing deeper. No, she said, they won't. So that's settled then, Catra said, twisting her mouth into a smirk. Bright Moon never fought for anything. Not its people, not its land, not without Shira there to hassle them into action. And now Shira was gone, never to return. Come on, I'll show you how this works. <laughs>